My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You donated how much money? That's crazy. Oh. You're going to help so many people. Oh, there Welcome we go. I love this new branding. I love this new branding. If we could just attach and tether myself to this, fuck yes. You're always donating. Welcome to Two Bears, One Cave. He's Bert. I'm Tom. Yep. Man, you're always helping people. It's so good to be with you. <laughs> this this, is a new this angle. show is so problematic for me. <laughs> It, it really can is. I, wait, can I point out one thing? Please. That is mostly your doing. No. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, no, it's your doing. No, no. It's your doing. No. It's your doing. You get yourself into more I get holes. myself. But the problem is, is that I've set up a perfect comedic scenario where I'm, I, I, it's, fuck, it's, a, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. <laughs> what's, the, what's the nightmare? The nightmare is this joke, Bert is the most racist comic in America. It's, okay, listen. Right now, it's a very problematic time to yes. have that be a joke. <laughs> I know it's terrible. We oh. can eliminate it, but please, we please. can eliminate it. I will do anything. Can I tell you how I think we should eliminate it? And I'm being serious. Okay. Okay. If you take something away from somebody, what do you have to give them? Something in return. That's right. So <laughs> these guys are like kids. Okay. okay. And you, we took you, you just took a toy away. You got to give them something else. I think they will all be on board with stopping the joke of bird is racist which is terrible and it was always stupid and it was it was they could bite they could like ride it because they knew it wasn't true you know? they knew it wasn't true that's the king that's the but whole see, the thing is, is i know it's, other it's people flipped. see it i know it's flipped into this conversation i just want to say real quick real quick okay be and only to not to defend myself at all i spent this weekend which we're recording this wednesday yeah okay just so you know so we don't know if, right, if like when you guys see this, uh, four days have passed. We don't know what's going to happen in right. the next four days. So when everything went down this weekend, last week, last yeah, two weekends ago, whatever. I, I this is exactly how I found out about everything. Kind of is I watched Killer Mike's moving speech, incredible. And I, you'll attest to this that nine forty five is when I watched it. I texted it to you, our group, mm -hmm. and I said this is fucking amazing. And I went to go post it on Instagram. 
And I knew that I couldn't. Because if I did, then... Because you know I'd tag Killer Mike, because I always do. I love Killer Mike. Yeah. And, and then it would be all Bert is racist. And people don't know the joke. This is why the joke was, was amusing to everyone, is that people don't know the joke. That's why they so, like it. So then they'd say, Bert is the most amazing, most racist comedian in America. And then someone would go, for real? Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden, yeah. the fans of the show would be like, oh, shit, I got one on the line. Yeah, have you not heard his? And then they'd right. send he them. He burns crosses in yards. It was, like, it yeah. was, and so I didn't post it. I didn't post anything about anyone of color throughout the entire weekend because I was like, I'm staying away from this because I'm retroactive. Or not retroactive, radioactive. Hmm. So the second I post anything, so I don't post anything. And I go, you know what? I'm going to take this time to do my part and raise my children and watch the videos online and watch what's going on in the streets and parent my two children. And then I fucking wake up and I, and I party this weekend. I'm tapped out. I wake up and it is your silence is fucking deafening. You've how dare you? You support violence against black people. And then all of a sudden it's like this, this, this was started as a joke. Now it's real. And I was like, Oh my God. I mean, I texted you. I was like, Hey man, I might need to take a break from two bears, one cave. Like this is cause, cause it really hurts your feeling as me. Cause it's, it's me. And then I post the, the black square and I disable comments immediately because that was a fucking shit show. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was a shit show on mine. Too. It was a shit show for everyone. Yeah. Every comic I read Theo's, I yeah. posted mine, read Theo's and was like, oh, man, I hope, thank God I don't have those fans. And then I was like, Oh wait, those are my fans. <laughs> I went to mine. And I was like, disable, disable. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> And I didn't do it out of cowardice, as everyone said. I did it because I didn't want people to be confused about a stupid fucking joke. Yeah. And so I talked to Tom last night. We talked on the phone. And I was like, please. And, and by the way, shout out. You have no idea those people that are out there that listen to the show and know us and know that we're friends and know that we joke and know that this is, by the way, just a comedy show. It's just yeah. comedy. We don't, we're not activists. Uh <laughs> Far, like we also don't have the capacity to be it. <laughs> what did I say to you? You last told me night? last night. You're like, By the way, this was said to Tom in anger, in anger after I've been accused of he not goes, promote being an activist, and I was like, an activist. He goes, do you think that anybody would ask me to weigh in on something if I wasn't a comedian? Do you think for a second, if I wasn't a comic, they'd be like, hey, Bert? Stop cleaning that boat for a second. Come over here. <laughs> what do you think about these protests? I spent seven years in college. Stop. I never fucking learned anything. <laughs> I'm only here because Rolling Stone magazine discovered me. I'm people that washing boats. I'm not the person to go to. <laughs> you think anyone would be like, hey, Tom, someone get that guy over cleaning dumpsters. What's your opinion on professional wrestling? I understand there's a lot of comedians that are activists, and that's awesome. Yeah. But we're not those guys. <laughs> we're just two <laughs> comics. We're just two comics. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. And, and, but we're also humans, so, like, we're regular people. Yeah. And so, so... And I also feel like, you know, personally, um, you know, I wanted to weigh in on... Th like, I felt like it. Because like, one of the real things I realized, too, is how cheap and hacky... The people like if you express your opinion on something like this thing i think this matters and someone's like your virtue signaling you're like well hold on you yeah. can't just you can't just accuse somebody of virtue signaling 
uh, on something just because maybe it doesn't apply or affect you. Like, oh, yeah. like what if you go like, no, 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 I, I really feel like this is something we should, we should pay attention to. I personally care about the, your virtue signaling. It's like, you're just a fucking hack. If yeah. you're just going to label anybody who cares about something to be like, oh, they're doing it just to indicate, you know, so you know they're in the right place. No, like it's bothersome to me yeah. and I want to say that I, I it was it was it was so apparent like Saturday morning like <clears throat> Saturday morning I I've, I took Twitter off my phone a while ago so that I, but by the way I still use it I still go I just opened Twitter up in Safari browser it's like I, it's fine I don't know why I don't have it on my phone it's just such a pain that's in the a ass. very burnt thing to do <laughs> oh by the way this is I, this is the joke I read today I look at my comments in my in my Instagram the same way I look at the scale I go, no, we don't want to see that. All right. Why are we going to let a perfectly good day be ruined by that? Um, But yeah, and so so it stinks. And then yesterday I deleted, I I blocked a bunch of you you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I I blocked a bunch of people because I was just like, it was, you're sitting there in your head. You're a regular person. And you know that, first of all, I have my my tour bus drivers being harassed. He's black. Um, the people were renting the bu- the bus from is a black owned company, that, and all this is like, yeah, it's is, it's, it's just a fucking nightmare. Because I am also a real person. I'm all about a fucking joke. I am all about a fucking joke. And don't think I didn't. Don't. When I put out Secret Time, mm-hmm. and I got a flood of new fans that did not know about this fucking Bird is the Most Racist Comic in America joke. Yeah. I genuinely found it worth losing fans for the joke. I there there were times where I giggled to myself at a, a just a very innocent I w- I would see them as like as like Amish people yeah getting off their wagon going oh I like Bert Kreischer <laughs> tell me more about him <laughs> and then someone going oh he's the fattest most racist comic in America <laughs> oh I now listen everyone can make a joke about race okay and yeah. no 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 he actually he has started. Yeah, he yeah, killed he, an Asian family. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, well, that's enough of that. Get back on the wagon, Martha." Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually enjoyed. Like, the joke made sense to me, <clears throat> but in a time where legit. And but this is what I meant to say. You guys who did reach out, like, there was one guy that I can't read his post, but it was like so, he was like, "Yeah, I can see how this birds were racist comic is most racist comic in America is a little." played out we should probably put the brakes on that and then he goes and by the way we all know that dot 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 is the most racist comic in america oh he said who was? yeah and i started laughing was it, did he nail it oh yeah and, and then another guy another guy was like uh was like hey man uh hey just so you know like he, he's like i did some, like there was really cool people out there that were like i did the research these people i think are activists just trying to get you to comment like they're just bullying you into commenting and it was really weird. Like everything was so fucking weird about it that I just, I blocked, I, I've, I've never blocked somebody on there. I blocked a couple dozen people yeah. yesterday. I was like, Oh no, I don't want, I don't want this person like around yeah. my page. It's, it, it's, you know, it's like, it's, it just sucks. It yeah. was a funny joke. Please just stop. Look, but here's, stop. can I tell you the yes. replacement idea? Yeah, guys, okay. let's do a trade let's, out. Let's do a trade out. Okay. So, By the way, I feel like I'm in prison going, I'll suck your dicks, okay, <laughs> if you just don't come to me. Okay. I can't tell you how much I'm so bothered by the fact that, that like, I really don't want anyone to come in me. Like, I've thought about that so much. 
Like I've really thought about that. The, just the disrespect. <laughs> it's disrespect. Like, it's super disrespectful. I can't believe women let us come in them. Like yeah. that blows my mind. It's, it's that bodily a woman's fluid. Like, that a, do you know what the feeling when a woman says, "Hey, just so you know, you can come in me." Yeah. I'm. There's a part of me the first time I heard it that I was like, "What kind of fucking animal are you?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Especially if you've never is a one night stand. Oh yeah. And they're like, "Just so you know, you can come in me." You're like. Uh, I think I wish I wasn't here right now. Oh. How many dudes have done this? Oh, a lot. A yeah. lot. Yeah. I've only had like two one night stands. Really? Mm -hmm. I have mostly one night stands. <laughs> <laughs> and it was with some fucking trash bags. <laughs> you can come with me. You're like, oh, you're on the pill? They're like, no. And yeah, you're like, oh, God. Oh, I got it. And then you're like, I'll never see you again. <laughs> Raise them right. I got to go. <laughs> I really don't want anyone coming at me. I've been, that's been st stuck in my head for so fucking and long. And imagine if it was a bunch of guys coming in you on the, at the same time. You know? I have, I All have, in your asshole, too. You know? The, what really shakes me to the course that one day in college, my daughter will watch this video. And she'll go, yeah, no one wants anyone coming in your dad. Like, I, I, I forget that everything is going to be online, and one day George will be in college. I like how you don't think she's capable of watching this video Tuesday. <laughs> She's fucking 16. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she One turned day 16 this week. Hey, there you she go. She turned 16 this week. It's wild, huh? That's, she turned 16 this week. Was She already turned 16? Or she's going about to? No, can I tell you? Hold on. Let's get to the point. But I'll tell you real... Go, go ahead. Go ahead. What's the trade-off? Okay, so here's the trade-off. <clears throat> I feel like you got to go... Stop saying that. We all agree. The joke, so you give them a replacement line. It was like, you know, the first one was bird is fat. People ran with that, blah, blah, blah. So here's what, I think it's silly and it's fun and it plays into the fact that you take pool showers and outdoor showers. Okay. okay? I love this already. All right. It's hashtag Bert smells bad. Okay. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Bert smells bad is it's silly enough. Where what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. What? No, 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 no. I'll tell you why I'm already upset with this cosine. You, how, when did you guys work this out? Because he's got fucking branding for it already. <laughs> and it's flipping. And I know Nadav, his, his little ginger ass wasn't in there going. <laughs> so wait a minute. Here's the worst thing that's going to happen. Okay. You're going to start go meeting people and they'll be like, Hey, you don't smell that bad. And you're going to be like, what? And they're going to be like, I thought you were going to smell like shit or something. <laughs> I keep seeing it. In your <laughs> and you're going to be like, no, I don't. And they'll be like, I know. I thought you were going to smell like shit. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not, I have not accepted this. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Hold on. Is right. it, once you get this fucking rap, you can't shake it. There's two celebrities but, that everyone says smells bad. And that's all you hear. Brad Pitt does not shower. He smells bad. That is the number one rap on Brad thing. Pitt. This is on brand with you, okay? Yeah. I well, mean, you're yeah, a party yeah. guy. Well, no, but it's not. I don't smell bad. I know. But here's the thing. If you give them that, they run with it, and you don't actually smell that, every time people meet you, they're going to be like, you don't smell bad. I thought you were going to smell like diarrhea. You smell fine. You know, You might smell good. I've never smelled you. I don't think you smell bad I at all. I cannot wait to read the comments. <laughs> I cannot wait to read the comments that are like, and how creative people get will go, you know, it's so funny. For years, I thought he was racist. He's not racist <laughs> at all, but he smells like shit. <laughs> I mean, don't you think, but don't you think fans could have fun with that one? And like, anytime you post something, they'll be like, oh, did you guys have soap there for, for oh my you know, God. it could be fun. 
and it's not harmful and it's not no one's gonna be like you know do you hate a group of people? I did not. I took a pool shower today. You did? And I did not wear deodorant. And I th- I said to myself, Get, make sure you put on deodorant. I hugged you. You didn't smell bad. Yeah, I'm cool. All I'm right. cool with burst smells bad. I'm do cool. Do you want Just another option the or no? Thing. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Give me another option. Yeah. Okay. Another option. I think you got you could take it up a level. So, like, you give them something a little harsher to say, but it's still ridiculous. It's okay. ridiculous. Okay. By the way, I, I thought the racist one was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But this is also ridiculous. And that's Bert fucks dogs. Right? <laughs> okay, hold on, and I, have, I that, we can't do that one because I have a new joke about that. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. You ever cuddle with your dog so hard your dick gets hard? <laughs> but also, that's so ridiculous okay. that people will see it, and then, you know, like, what are people going to say to you? Hey, are you going to fuck my dog if I bring him to the show? Like, it's, it's harmless. It really is harmless because it's insane. Harmless until I'm hiking in fucking Runyon Canyon. Like, no, no, no. Get here, puppy. Come on. <laughs> Bird fuck fucks dogs. Okay. Well, what's the third one? I'm sure there's three because there is a third one. Oh, of course so there is. The third one is a probably a little over the top, but <laughs> but <laughs> so were you thinking of these all night last night after we got off the phone? Yeah. <laughs> so you're laying in bed, ten milligrams in, going, well, he smells bad. I know that he's got an inappropriate relationship with his dog. Keep going. Keep going. So, and then also, like, what's one that's not true, but extreme that people can latch on to and run with. And here's the thing. I'll tell you this. Once they throw it up, if you don't even want it suggested so people don't run with it, we'll just cut it. And the, the way that people will know is like from right here, it'll just cut. Jump cut. Jump cut. <laughs> Jump cut. Jump cut. Okay. So they never saw <laughs> Never it. fucking saw that. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> no, it's totally different. It's a fucking... It's just more directed at who it is. Don't you think it's better than the no, one? No, it's not. <laughs> I smell bad and I fuck dogs, okay? <laughs> Don't do that one. The Don't third do one. that one. All right, make sure we get that jump cut in. Make, yep. Nadab, remember, <laughs> I am a part of this job too, okay? <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh man, that was fun. Oh, All right, Bert smells bad. Oh, yeah, I'm sm- I smell bad. I do. Sm- I smell bad. <laughs> Fucking, I do. I do. I do smell bad. By the way, I actually do smell bad. So I get it. <laughs> By the way, so many people are gonna be like, you actually do smell bad. <laughs> when did the last time you brush your teeth? I go. I have a hard time with toothpaste. <laughs> I use soap a lot, and I like to use flossers. That's it. Oh my god. Uh, this is gonna be so much better. It's, it's, I'm already so much. I have so much light off of me. Yeah. Hey guys, please. Bird smells bad. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much, everyone. I wish we were releasing this episode today so I didn't have to work my way through the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want that last one. I definitely do not okay. want that last one. Uh, you had made a really astute observation today that I wasn't expecting, and that was. you finally picked up on that Nadav has red hair. Yeah. Um, what did you. How did that. I just, I, I just saw it. Like I, I never really, I, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't pay attention to a lot of people, and I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. What I don't know what it is about me. I don't ask. I don't like. It's not narcissistic. Mm. I, there is something broken in me, and, and I'll tell you. This is why I said I watched the Lance Armstrong documentary. Do you yeah. remember when I said to you when we were talking about that concert? 
and I said, I've been to a Nirvana concert. And I said, I don't want to check and find out because I don't want to lose that memory. When I, in fact, had been to the Nirvana concert. Right. My recollection of it was really accurate. Someone sent me the video and it was as I described. But I knew there was a chance that I, that it wasn't a Nirvana concert because I was on drugs. And so I, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to lose the memory, so I didn't want to find out for real. So that makes it, and then no, yeah. I know it doesn't make sense to anyone, but like I didn't want to go too introspective because I want, I enjoyed the memory of having seen Nirvana. Right, but you weren't sure I didn't if need it was it. a certain memory. Yeah, and right? I didn't need it to be real because I had the memory. Hmm. So it's like, and then I was like, I don't want to do the research. And then when I found out that I had been to a Nirvana concert, nothing changed. I still had the same memory. <clears throat> so in a weird way, I didn't want someone to negate something I already believed to be true. I guess it's, what, it's, what you, it's what you must feel like when you're religious. You're like, I don't need you to disprove yeah. God. I believe yeah. it. Right. So let me believe it. It's, it's what's wrong with me is like, I watched the Lance Armstrong documentary and I couldn't help but think, I wish they had never caught him. Does that sound crazy? Uh, like, no. I liked believing in heroes. Right. I loved believing in Lance Armstrong. Because he was like an... Im- an unimaginable and it's hero. So clear that he was cheating. Do you remember Charlie's uh, roommate, who was a chef in Asheville? Yeah, and he was. I mean, maybe we should. I don't know what. No, legally, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. He was Lance Armstrong's private chef. Hmm. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember that detail. And he was. I was like, "Is Lance Armstrong on steroids?" And he goes, "A hundred percent." And I was like, "Wait, no way!" And I remember him telling me that, and me being mad at him that he was ruining the hero. Dude, I remember. So <clears throat> somebody could find the, this specific detail. I was on Rogan. One of my appearances. I don't know which one, but it was before it came out and that it was verified. And I kind of talked about how I definitely think he's a cheater. Yeah. I got so much hate. Really? Yeah, and I I, I even forget. The details, like what I went into, I just remember that I said that, that, that I was like, it's so obvious that he's cheating in some way and how he had like the perfect <clears throat> cover of like, he distracts people with his, I I thought it was calculated charity work, you know, for cancer, cancer. Yeah. And then everybody <gasps> goes, look how much money this guy raises for cancer. And, you know, and I was like, yeah, but it's, he is definitely he would he would the way that he would attack people who accused him that were close to him was like the real tell you see know? that's narcissism in like in wanting to control the narrative so much you try to destroy people he would destroy people <clears throat> we had a friend we knew a guy that did that to people and and i remember watching it happen on the inside mm-hmm. and and going like holy fuck man and then all i could think was that's gonna happen to me one day like that and it did and i remember going like motherfucker like yeah that behavior, I know I wouldn't like Lance Armstrong. Like, I know I wouldn't be friends with him. Yeah. Because I, he's got that thing in his brain that the bad people have where they go, but you know what? Would, do you think Jordan would have used steroids if he was in cycling? Mm, that's a good question. Because I saw a lot of parallels between Lance Jordan or Lance Armstrong and Michael Jordan, like, of like this. I've got to create a narrative in my head and my truth is the truth and that's what it will be because everyone came out after Michael Jordan's thing was like, that's a fucking lie. Horace Grant's like, I never told anyone. He needed to do that to be mad at me because I was over. <clears throat> so like you, part of you goes, 
there's so many parallels between those goats, like the Lance Armstrongs, and the the difference is everyone in that sport was cheating. Everyone in that everyone. sport was cheating. We didn't know that so much until further along. Yeah, and and Lance Armstrong saying, "I was just doing what I had to do to keep up with everyone." Yeah, and so you can't guilt him into it, but it's that behavior of like, and I maybe I, I don't know if that's narcissism or what, but like. It's different from what I got. I got like a lightweight narcissism of like, I just want everything to be great. Because I'm watching Lance Armstrong documentary going, I wish he never got... I liked having a hero. Mm -hmm. I liked believing it was possible. I liked believing you could be on your deathbed and then go win seven. I can't believe that I didn't notice. Seven Tour de France's in a row. Like, yeah. in a row? <laughs> After cancer? Like, how did no one see that? But I was sitting there going... No, be because sure. that part of it, it, you're right, though. It's cool to see somebody achieve on that level. I mean, that the kind of the thing about, you know, people who are fascinated with an idol worship Jordan, it's like, <laughs> bless you, bless you. But it's it's that, he, it, you know, it was like Superman. Like, he can't lose. He yeah. can't, like, you liked having the person you're like, but there's that one guy who, you know, you admire because he pushes that hard and refuses to lose. You know? Were you the guy at the lunch table growing up when someone was telling a great story? Were you the guy? When, and then there would always be the one kid on the side who's usually shorter than everyone else. He was like, he had, didn't have cool looking hair. And he's like, this is a lie. I'm not believing any of this. I wasn't that guy. I, no, but I would hear that guy and I go, shut up. The guy's in the middle of a fucking good yeah. story. Yeah, like, yeah. let's enjoy the story. I don't need it to be 100% true. I'm laughing right now. That's, what the fuck? That's me. That's me that's at a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me at a table. Yeah. And, and I was, I was, I think I learned how to tell stories in, in high school. Probably, yeah. At All Boys Catholic High School. But man, Cuban kids could always tell the fuck out of a story. Yeah. The way they would fucking. They would paint the picture. Oh yeah. yeah, and it would, and I would, I'd been there. I remember, I remember someone talked about a beer run, like where you grab beer and run and jump yeah. in a car. And I remember, just the way it, the story was being told. It was told by I think, I want to say two dudes who ended up getting out of our school, mm -hmm. but the way they were telling it, two Cuban kids, and it was just like larger than life. And you're just like, yeah. And there's just some fucking asshole just going, that's not true. This isn't true. No, that guy's no And you're fun. like, what the Shut fuck, up. Buzzkill? Yeah. I feel like Dirk Nowitzki, not Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Who's the guy that, the the golden snitch? The golden snitch? Yeah, what type in golden snitch? Kirk Nowitzki? Chris Novoselic? What's the guy, the, what's the guy from the USADA that, uh, that Joe had on his podcast? Oh. <clears throat> is it golden snitch what's it, that bald guy that bald guy Dirk Nowitzki no no it's not Dirk though what's it Jeff, Jeff Nowitzki okay Jeff Nowitzki like I, I go I like I don't need you in my life I don't need to know John Jones is juicing now if I'm fighting John Jones I need to know yeah but like as a fan I just want to believe in heroes. Now, how does this all tie to you just noticing that Nadav's hair is red? I, because I think I live life with such blinders on. Yeah. I think I think a lot about me, like a lot about me. Like, it's amazing how much I think about me. <laughs> I remember, I remember Barry Katz one time said, "Papa." How many times a day do you think other people go, I wonder what Burt Kreischer's doing? I said, a lot. And he goes, never. <laughs> a lot of people aren't thinking about you right now. He goes, who are you thinking about? I said, me. And he goes, 
they're probably thinking about themselves too. <laughs> it was like a great realization, but like I just I I I don't know what it is. It's like how many times were how many times did we drive? This podcast is a perfect fucking example. Like how often do I listen? Not that much, bro. I watched an episode the other day. I touched my nose an aggressive amount. People times. are passing out doing the drinking game. Right? I mean, it's amazing how someone was hospitalized they said trying to keep up with your i touch my nose so much it's like and by the way i noticed i had already done it like a hundred times but i don't know i I just i just i don't know i couldn't redhead came up this weekend i was talking about it we've literally you've known you've at least worked with him i don't know a hundred days you know separately and you're like maybe more and today you're like your hair's red I think I notice on his weight because his weight fluctuates. Yeah, he looks good now. Yeah, he looks good. How what are you? How much are you weighing? I'm about like two forty, two fifty. Somewhere. How tall are you? Five three, five nine, five nine. <laughs> Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hey Bert, why don't you put your headphones on? No, <laughs> I already don't want to do this game. I don't know what you have planned, Nadav, Let's but hear. I don't trust it. I don't know, what it, I really don't know what this is for real. No, this was just like my favorite part from, uh, from the last episode. From the last episode? Okay. Ooh, oh, let's do a two bears red cave, one man cave. Well, hold on. <laughs> because that's another thing you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like, you literally started six different sentences right there. Let's hear it again. Ooh, oh, let's do a two bears red cave, one man cave. Well, hold on. <laughs> you know what it is? Uh. Is that this podcast is super super exciting for me uh-huh. it's because I, I i i don't for whatever can i take them off now in the dob or we have more no you're good okay um it doesn't feel like this really doesn't feel like work it feels like we're no. driving to brea yeah and it's the same way you'd have a conversation with a friend i forget is i definitely forget it's being fucking recorded sometimes <laughs> <laughs> this whole setup doesn't lend itself to <laughs> Isn't it crazy though? But I just no, really I forget that it's being recorded, and I yeah. just, yeah. St- I just talk, end up talking and saying things that I go, I get in the car, and I'm like, "Hey, can we maybe edit that out? Can we try Warren Sapp again?" No, I'm not. Come on, man. I think we have the wrong number. Let me see if I don't have Twitter on my phone, so I don't have. I can't direct. Log into Safari. Sorry, it's already logged in. Why was I on Cameo? You're on Cameo. Ooh. You are. Yeah. You're, you're. No, no, no. I was looking to see how much people cost. 
What would you do it for if you if you were signing up for it? What would oh, be your price point? What? Uh, I don't know. Doug Benson. I was I am on Doug Benson's. For the entire month of June, he gave uh, no, 25% of his proceeds to GLAAD. It's, it's a Pride Month, right? Yeah. That's good. Good for him. Hold on. What? Let me tweet for you. No. Come on. I, can we? I've just got a text. What? From. Uh, the, here's what's what's. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the right way to say this, but like, no one is the coronavirus over. Oh, it's great, right? <laughs> yeah, I no one. Got, no one cares. We're getting anymore. in the tour bus in like a week, and Shane Torres goes, "Hey, I'm going down to the marches. Do you guys want to go?" And I felt like going. Hey, you're going to be in a tour bus with me. Can you not get coronavirus? He's like, going to get it. But maybe coronavirus is just over. No. No. Because it's crazy to see news reporters who last week were like at, at distance from everyone. Yeah. And now you're seeing like it's really cool with these protests in L.A. This very emotional. Dude, worldwide, the, uh, the number of people that were at protests this past week, I mean – the the grand total definitely in the seven figures you know like if you look at the the amount of people that were shoulder to shoulder marching in hugging, all over the united states cops, oh yeah cops. at Den denmark paris you know people in 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 syria were marching it's like i think that this is going to accelerate the uh the if whole... it if it doesn't then i'm going to be fucking livid that i stayed in my house for 79 oh, days i know i know if if we don't see, I'm, I mean, it's gonna be, it's got to be a massive spike. It should. It's gonna be, it's gonna be within two weeks. There should be theoretically, I'm guessing, a million people dead from coronavirus. In, in what? In two weeks. I'm, it, maybe my numbers are off. I think that's a, yeah. It's a, Is that a high. Yeah, that's high. Thousand. That could happen. Okay. No, but it's. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be through the roof because. Well, that's the thing. I think we're either gonna. Oh, it's also probably gonna be higher spikes of uh, asymptomatics, uh, people who test positive for having had it, have the antibodies. My friend's brother, she uh, he lives in New York, and she said he just went had two tests, like the the tests uh, where they test you for having like a. I think they do like a temperature test and i don't know it's, it's related to sh testing positive in some way yeah he was negative so they tested positive for antibodies so they, we're gonna we're doing so just everyone we're doing a drive-in movie theater tour yeah june 14 june 24th in charlotte north carolina then indianapolis we've added a show in indianapolis tulsa oklahoma and then fort collins colorado we've added a show in fort collins as well <clears throat> it's the hot summer nights comedy tour we're doing drive-in movie theaters it is socially conscious Socially safe, socially, I'm saying socially everything, mm -hmm. socially distant. You get in your car, you pull up, you don't have to touch anyone. All the audio is going to be shut, threaded through your car, through your FM radio. And then it'll be a three camera shoot on the big screen. And I will be performing in front of the big screen. I can't fucking wait. I really honestly can't wait to get back on the road. What's up with that image on the screen? I, dude, I had so many, I paid so many people to make footage and everyone just, it's amazing you can't, once branding gets out of the box, you can't put it back in. They're like, hey, you're a fat fuck. And you're like, I actually look good in that picture. And they're like, yeah, but you're a fat fuck. You'll be a fat fuck then, right? And I'm like. <laughs> <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is I could tell that you smell and you fuck dogs just by looking at that it's, picture. 
I just can't wait for the artwork to come in of me like this fucking a dog. <laughs> By the way, I wish I could just get behind it and go, yeah, guys, fuck dogs. Let's make this happen. Dude, just do it. Just write a bit about fucking your dog. And then okay. it all ties together. I'm going to make one bit about fucking my dog. Yeah. Just be like, I got these big dogs. By the way, yeah. <laughs> not even not even joking. Today, I'm, I like to walk around the house naked in the mornings. The girls are in bed. They don't get up until noon anyway. That's so why I like to get in the pool, shower in the pool. All naked. <laughs> yeah, all naked. Uh, maybe a few kettlebell swings. Get in the sauna. I like being in my backyard naked, right? Mm-hmm. One, they're trimming trees at the house next to us. And there's this Mexican guy in the tree, up in the tree, just watching me. Just walk around the backyard naked. And then I see him and he just goes, hey, and I'm naked. And I go, hey. <laughs> Immediately, I'm like, yeah. And by the way, my dick did not look good. Anyway, anyway. Did it make your dick hard? And then I fucked my dog. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so then I grab her right by the tail, lift the tail up. And I put it in my belt strap. If you lift a dog's tail. Anyway. The uh, I feel like I'm already making this worse. What what? Let's get back to what were we talking about? Hot well, Summer Night Store. You're going, yeah. So we're doing it drive-in movie theaters June 24th. I thought they were allowed to get out of their cars. They can like... get out of the car. They can, no, but you can. Meaning you you will have your own little space. Okay. So you'll be socially distanced from everyone around you. It's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait to get back on the road. That's exciting. And so yeah, it's going to be a great time. But we're doing COVID tests right before we leave. Oh yeah. And they, we set it up, and I go, I was like, hold on, why are we going to do them right before we leave? And they're like, what do you mean? I go, if anyone's got fucking COVID, they can't get in the fucking bus. I go, what if Ron's got COVID? Like, what if we do the test? And we're like, ah, Ron Pezzett positive. Tours off. We don't have a cordless driver. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, we need to do it like 14 days before and then isolate. And they're like, well, that's not going to work. Why? It's already start. We are. We leave on the 17th of Ju- July, June. Oh. And so they're like, it's gonna, that's going to be. But you should probably test today. Yeah. And now Shane's going to the fucking marches. And I'm like, Where is the march today? in north hollywood georgia wanted to go to the fucking march and i was like baby i go listen i want you to be a part of all that i've been in a march before it's really fucking moving it really is moving to be in a peaceful protest it's 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 fucking overwhelming to be with people and have everyone on the same fucking page yeah but i said to her i was like you know i don't know everything that's going on with the coronavirus and i just feel like in the middle of a pandemic you're 15 years old, turning 16. I don't want you going down there. You won't get it, but you'll bring it back to us. I have fucking high blood pressure. They say there's a cardiovascular disease. I think you would feel horrible if you went down to protest and killed your dad or your mom, or we gave it to Papa Jay, or we gave it to, like, yeah. it's like so fucking complicated. And I wish, now I wish, where the fuck is everyone coming out and saying, just so you know, like no one's saying anything. I watched uh, this, I was trying to say this earlier, this black dude hugging cops, like left and just hugging, going down the line and hugging everyone. They're all hugging. And this guy on the news was like, oh, don't you miss hugging people? And I went, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, like someone, but. No, I know. It, it, it's kind of crazy that, um, I mean, this, obviously this, this huge movement's happening. You can feel it. It's undeniable. But to put the, uh, the pandemic on the back burner, like every day you're like, oh yeah, that's still going on. Right. It's, uh, it, it, it could, it could backfire or it could be like. That's kind of what the what I'm hopeful for is that herd, herd immunity. Herd immunity is accelerated. Yeah, it's, I mean it makes sense that it would be. Um, and it, also, yeah. we we were going to mention that Gaffigan also doing. Yeah, Gaffigan's also doing a drive-in movie theater tour. Shout yeah. out to Jim Gaffigan. Thank you for making me valid. Uh, I'll probably be doing. That's interesting that he puts all new material under there. 
Yeah. Well, I think he has He's to doing make a Radio the, City Music Hall July 23rd. Those are probably, I'm guessing, delayed. Radio City Music yeah. Hall July 24th. Those are all going to be delayed. Those what do you think is going to happen? But I'll tell you what, what. How great would it be if these protests do create herd immunity? Could be. And then all of a sudden, black people save our country. They're like, dude, that, I mean, like they go in, they protest, they fucking herd immuni- immunize, and we all we do is we isolate when you are at a health risk. Yeah. But they just, it just accelerates it so that now all of a sudden we can go back to fucking life. That would be, that would be amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm so amazing. ready to get back to regular life. Yeah. I'm still being very conscious and I, and I feel stupid doing it because no one else is. Yeah. You know? Did you ever think the world would be this way? No. 2020 really has kicked us in the balls. Like, this this is was pretty unexpected, man. I mean, I never thought I would live through a pandemic, obviously. I just thought we were too advanced technologically to... I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's... Because there was, like, those stories, movies, and even news things that are like, oh, you know... Um, the bio warfare is a possibility and you know people could and you're like that's fucking that's not happening i'm sure there's something in place and what it revealed was just how you think that people in charge will just like got you you're like well the you know the powers that they'll just take care of this and then what it revealed is like oh no they're as unorganized as your neighbor you know it's like they're I thought they would be at, at another level, advanced, taking care of things. And you're like, oh, this is a disaster, the way it's handled. And then, you know, the uh, the George Floyd thing, I think the fact that that happened during this exacerbated the reaction. Like, the reaction would have been there regardless. I think, yeah. But it's like the pent-up frustration, anger that people feel separate from that is heightened when it happens, you know? It's not, it's, I can't excuse looting at all. Like, yeah. I just, I, I just wasn't. Right, but you understand. But like, I do understand. Like, why? I understand the feeling of, I don't have fucking anything, and yeah. this is my opportunity to get something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that, like, I get that concept. I had to explain it to the girls to explain looting and saying, no, that, that's so funny the way they fucking see the world. Isla's like, how do they, how do they find their sizes? And I was like, what? She's like, I'd be so panicked going like, I got to get the right. She was watching them loot the van store. She was like, just trying to find my size. Dude, I thought about that too. That's hilarious. (laughs) I saw a lady run out with like four shoeboxes. I was like, she got got her size. Four of her size? Like, do you know, I have a hard time trying. Do you think there's people trying on clothes? This is a good one. (laughs) (laughs) The shoe one is though. You're like, dude, these are too tight. Like... (laughs) I'm going to snag all these shoes. They don't fit. Oh, what size did you get? I know. You walk up. What you got? You got 10 half? God, it's so funny. I, like, you just yeah. look at it. I could. I, I say I couldn't loot. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm starting to do now in life is go, but I have never been presented the opportunity, and I don't know how I'd behave in that opportunity. This, this reminds me of the – I didn't realize – I mean, I've – I've heard, but like this brought about the conversation more about shooting someone who comes into your home state by state, how different the the state laws are. I did not know this, and I've been sleeping with a gun, so keep going. Well, in there are states where even if an intruder is in your home, if you shoot them, you know, you can go to jail. Okay. Is that California? Um, Pull up California shooting. Per- I've just been like... 
fucking tap, 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 fucking Terran tactical. Yeah. I'm locked and loaded, one in the chamber. Fucking, you know, it's crazy is how, how fucking neurotic I am is you really feel like all of a sudden they're going to come to your house. And you're like, there's millions of fucking houses. I wonder houses. what it says actually in California. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I know we have restrictions. It's called Terran. I'm fine. Terran would know, right? Definitely he would know. Do we still have his number? I don't know. Have you, you yeah, just shot I have him, his right? number. Yeah, yeah. Call Taryn. Okay. Tell him I want a new gun. Man, hey, by the way, Second Amendment. Yeah. Is the one about guns, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not going anywhere for the rest of our lives. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna ask him. Okay, I'm gonna call yeah. him right now. Yeah, this is Tell him you're with me because I haven't talked to him and I feel like he hates me. Okay. Hello? Hey, Taryn, I'm recording a podcast right now with my friend Bert Kreischer, and we wanted yeah. to ask your opinion on something because I was talking about, you know, how we're talking about how everything going on brings about certain um, things that you, you realize. And I was saying that, like, state by state, um, there's different laws about like i know there's states where if somebody breaks in your home certain states have laws about even if you shoot an intruder you can get in trouble you know like yeah. in so and we were and then bert brought up he goes what about california and i was like actually i know we have restrictive gun laws but do you know what the law is in this state for an intruder um i'm not totally sure because they change the laws pretty regular i think if they bust in and your life is in danger you have the right to shoot them Okay, I, mean, I would think so, but I know yeah. that there's certain states where they're like, "Nope, you uh, you just gotta you know talk them down." No, I think we're good here unless Gavin Newsom changes it or something. But um, I think uh, I think we're pretty good. Okay, would, like some guy busts in your house to kill you and you shot him. Like even if it, even with the law was that. Would you rather be dead or get prosecuted and get out? I'm like, you know, come on. Yeah, no, so, I know. It, it seems like him. a very silly. That one's always, you know, there, there's a lot of nuance and, and details that go back and forth about laws and everything. But the one about protecting your home always seemed to be clear cut. Like, of course, someone's going to protect their their home and their lively, like the, the lives in their home. But I don't know. I just, I, I forgot what state. Maybe it's Illinois where they're like, you cannot, doesn't matter what happens. I'm sure the the audience can answer that in a heartbeat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, but, um, good well, call. Look, we just wanted to. Uh, oh, hold ask, on. I want to say. I want to say hold something. Bert was to talk to you. Hold hey, on I gotta. I I know. I think I've said this to you, but I gotta thank you because I now, with everything that's been going on, I feel so comfortable with a firearm in my house, and I would not have if I hadn't worked with you. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. I mean, literally everybody is coming to get something from me to get ready, and I don't want them just having guns willy nilly. I want them to have a good, safe. Make sure it's not near the children or they can get to it. The worst thing can happen is, if, you know, if something bad happens that way. But as long as they have it as a worst-case scenario, that they can get to it. And even with that flashlight laser TLR-8, you're looking down a, a laser and a gun in your face. You must be a complete lunatic. You want to, you know, keep going forward. So yeah. in that case, guess what? You shoot them. You have no choice. I mean, you're defending your life. So. Yeah, like I'm like today, literally every oh my god, like I'm I'm giving names out, but every Hollywood producer, director, actor out of the woodwork is coming out like, yeah, I don't come to you. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I'll keep oh, I I know, know I know I don't know if I I don't know if you know this, but I sent one your way, uh, a, one guy that's produced a bunch of movies and worked with you, and I mentioned your name. He goes, I know him, I've worked with him, and I was like, I I call Taryn, 
and he did and ended up i think getting a gun getting a gun or getting whatever i don't know what how it works yeah yeah i'm getting them all squared away and make sure the gun is safe locked in a, in a killer little uh killer bed analogy but uh a good uh lock box that they can get you know get to it in time but not have it laying around the house you know yeah I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, man. It's so nice having worked with you because I just feel, I just feel confident in knowing that I'm safe with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you don't want someone just has no experience. Like I don't want to hand, hand a, a Lamborghini, you know, stick shift to someone who's driven a car before and have them wreck it down the street. Like you got to have a little bit of training with it, you know, and and you, you don't want to listen. So yeah. I put that flashlight laser on there because anybody can just point a beam at something and pull the trigger. So yeah. Yeah, like good training and, and knowing how to use it and not, not be laying around the house loaded, you know, without, you know, unless you live there alone. So. I want to come shoot with you again. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. Just, just pick a day, you guys, and we'll do it soon. Let okay. Me know. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Hey, Taryn, thank you, man. Stay. I don't need to say stay safe to you, but <laughs> stay safe. You know. Well, it's, good. it's a good thing to say because Saturday they're coming to see me to bone rush everybody, so. I'm getting I'm getting set up. <laughs> I've got night vision and everything set up. So. Oh shh. Here, hang on. Tom's grabbing the phone out of my hand. Oh, uh, wait a minute. You said what's happening Saturday? There's an announcement. Last Saturday I was at a competition, and I almost left because the Simi Valley is going down. The place where Rodney King got let go and da da da. You're a bunch of stupid ass. Whatever. So this Saturday they're coming. I don't know if it's going to be anything massive. I think it's dying down. I hope it's not right. What's going on out there? But um. Uh, but they're coming to see me on Saturday, so I got to get kind of ready for that. So I mean, I've gotten ready the other day. I've got everything told him. I got so many guys that are dying to help me. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty set up. So and, well, and the cops were parked in front of my road the other day when this first happened. They announced it, and I walk up there at two in the morning. They're all just sitting there in SUVs, like, dude, you guys are fucking awesome. We want to eat. We want want to train tomorrow. <laughs> they're so cool. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you're 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 definitely safe and protected, and um. Yeah, I hope I hope it's a it's a nice calm weekend, man. Um, I'll definitely be in touch with you soon, buddy. I'll give you a call. Okay, awesome. Thanks, right, Aaron. thanks, Aaron. All right. All right. So funny. He uh, first of all, I misunderstood. I thought when he said he said Saturday they're coming to see me, I thought he meant they're coming to see uh, oh, me. Oh, and he means to see me valley. See me valley. Yeah, I was like, what? When I heard him say they're coming to see me, I thought He's he like, was I like, I got night vision goggles. Yeah, I was I'll like, see oh, them. Shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Did you catch his uh, jab at the governor? Yeah, Garen Newscom. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't like that guy. I know. I a lot know. of people don't like him or Garcetti. Garcetti's yeah. got such a villain's name. Gar Did you see, uh, imagine, like, just imagine, regardless of your politics or anything, that they marched to his house yesterday. Imagine it, like, if you open your door and 30,000 people are outside, you're like, oh, my God. Like that be, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Dude. Dude, uh hey man, you know who's getting fucking big props these days mm. is uh ALS translators. Yeah. They're all over the place. I don't remember them being like this. Really? I don't ever remember I don't My remember favorite Bill Clinton is, ever is, giving a speech is you every every like cycle there's a a fake interpreter who dupes people and yeah. If we had one every year, every year there's there's some event where there'll be like a some interpreter, and then people will be like, "Oh, I like how they just let some fucking Yahoo come in and go like, I 
would and like, love That's not that real opportunity. Yeah, if it yeah. didn't offend absolutely everyone, it does. Offend. I would love that opportunity <laughs> to just go like, "Hey, Burke, can you? Uh, did you ever? Did you ever see that it was an SNL sketch? Did you ever see that where they were like, uh, see if you can find SNL? No. What? Do you speak sign language? Yeah, I, I know a little bit. Is this a new podcast you got coming out? <laughs> yeah. By the way, all the little jokes I was making about you this weekend, fucking so hilarious. What do you mean? Nothing. I'll tell you off air because you, you wouldn't like them. The uh, <laughs> Wait, do you really speak sign language? This is couch. Yeah, I know a little bit. But I mean, what were your jokes? You're not going to tell them <laughs> on the air? No, 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 no. Because no. I'm going to get upset? No, 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 no. Change the subject. I would love an opportunity to do sign language one time. If they're like, uh, guys, we have a really heavy speech. Uh, <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom's going to be up here. Normally, we have a sign language translator, but just try to, try to lighten it up. We just brought Burt Kreischer. He's going to improv sign language. I bet I could. I wonder if I could express my thoughts to someone who is deaf by just, just like trying, trying, to, yeah, just trying it for the first time. I wonder if I could wing sign language, and they'd understand what I was saying. Hmm. I think it depends on how complicated the message is. How many deaf people do you think we have watch us? Probably a few. Do you think we're well? Not a lot of people. Yeah, they put closed think? captioning on and watch it. Yeah. Really? Sure. Why not? Okay, let's try it. Okay. What would you like to do? Say something, and I'm gonna see if I can improv sign language to get the point across. Okay. So if you're deaf, uh, uh, how's this gonna work? Yeah, if you're deaf, don't look at the closed captioning. Okay. You say it. I'll improv sign language, and then I, and then say it again so they know what you said. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. It would be nice to oh, get. Shit. Can you just do like, it would be. Okay. Uh, okay. I'd like to get a seat on a SpaceX flight to the moon and possibly in the future, Mars. I think I you nailed that. that. I think I nailed it. Yeah. By the way, it's a lot harder than it thought, I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, last night I ran 10 miles. After that's twenty. After drinking a bunch of wine. I did. I did do that. I got on the treadmill with you. Amanda Seals is leaving the reel. I knew that was gonna happen. Why? Um, I've been watching her uh uh live stream. She was saying I think it just wasn't giving her the place to be herself. I think that it's hard for someone like her who's very opinionated, very uh, open very transparent with everything and just says shit and doesn't mind getting in trouble for what she says to be on a corporate television show like that where they're like can you just stay within the box it's the reason that rogan is doing his podcast you want to reach out to someone like amanda in those times and go um and hit her up and go just do your own just do your own podcast doesn't uh, she already have one i think she does i think it's i think she does but i but it's just like, just take it to the next level the way oh, Rogan's yeah. doing it. She, she I wanted be... to do that to Bijou Phillips and go, just Busy Phillips, Busy Phillips. Yep. And go, hey, just do a podcast. Like, you had a great show. The thing that was fucking it up for Busy Phillips is that she had to cram it in to a five-minute segment and make her yeah. interview five minutes. But I, I imagine Amanda would be a very big podcaster. Dude, if, she's, I, if she's doing it, like, regularly, you know, like like the way Joe does it, yeah, she could have a huge following. I listened there. to her do a live stream with Snoop Dogg this morning. Fucking love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I love, Snoop Dogg is, like, it's, it's crazy that he's gotten, he's like a fine wine. The more, you, like, now when he talks, it's, like, almost like you, like, really listen. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, 
legit. When he was a kid, he spit game. It was just fun to listen to him. Yeah. But now it's like, oh yeah. And it's weird that you grew up with him. I know. Isn't it crazy that like, I feel like I really know Snoop Dogg. I think 90, 92 or 93 would have been the album, right? Snoop Dogg it was, album. It was 92. Because, I want to say it was 92 because I was living, maybe it was 93. I remember my buddy, Scott O'Brien, who, Obi, who does not listen to hip hop at all, was like, dude, you listen to Snoop Dogg's album? And I was like, no. Because I was like, I, I know hip hop. And it wasn't on my radar. 93, 93. I remember listening to The Chronic the first time and being like, Oh, yeah. I, we, me, Sal, Cayman, uh, Sean Hooker, like we're all at, at we're about to go uh, water skiing on the Hillsborough River. And they put the chronic in my car. My car's parked in the middle of a field. Yeah. And I remember, and we lit a joint and we were having beers and I heard the chronic and I went, oh, I'm going to buy this immediately. Yeah. It's, like, it's amazing. God. Yeah. You know, I went to his house. Dr. Dre's? Dre's house, yeah. To look at it. Um, to buy it? Yeah. Not the one he lives in now. But wait, wait. What? Shut up. It was weird. So I, I put it together. I didn't know I didn't know what I was... <laughs> they didn't advertise that, that obviously. one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. When you were looking for houses, trying to figure out what they did for a living. Oh, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm in this house. It's weird as shit, okay? It's like a castle. That should be a fucking game show. If what? we could do a game show, yeah, we should bring get three contestants, put them into a house, and they have to profile the person and see who's the most person, and then we reveal the person. The person comes in, and you're like, "You're wrong. He was a dentist. Close enough. You thought yeah. a Hollywood writer." Keep going. Keep going. So I, I'm, I tore the house. If that's a good idea, take that out of the show so we can sell that. That's a good idea. I, like I it. love profiling people. <laughs> I love it. I love going in and going into a house and going. You know what the other thing is? You're good at profiling people. I'm fucking amazing, dude. I was so good. I remember. I told you when we did the when we did the the cabin. We were looking at yeah. houses, and I was looking at houses at that time. When does that come out? I don't know. Uh, soonish. We have to. Yeah. Okay. And so, but I, tell me the story about Dr. Drake. God damn it, I'm doing it again. Okay. So we go into this. It's a gated community, and we're going to look at this house. And it just, it looks like a castle. It looks kind of crazy. We go inside and there's a grand entrance and you're like, okay. And immediately there's something that stands out. You're like, this looks like over here, this dining area, this looks like new, super nice. Then you go to this, uh, the office, like the, the man's office. And I'm like, oh, this is like super nice. Was there yeah. like a DJ thing? No, no. <laughs> just like a, a nice like office setup. Then you go to like the out back um, patio area and again into the pool and you're like this is dope like it looks like it was recently done and then you turn this way and you're looking in the kitchen you're like this looks 35 years old like the kitchen the kitchen looks 35 years old you're like like you're and you look at the other room and you're like that looks so new this looks so dated so you tell you're like okay that's kind of interesting and then I go this kitchen uh, this looks pretty old he's like well the owner you know, didn't really uh, use the kitchen much. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he had a staff that uses the, the kitchen. And I was like, a staff? He's like, yeah, like people cook for him. And I was like, okay. So, so do you, okay, so are you going like... Now, at first I just go is like... Is he married? I go, yeah, yeah, I, I, I go, okay. And then we walked to another room, so outdated. I was like, what the fuck, man? 
And then we go up the stairs and there's a room that's like, feels about 25 years old and the hallway, like 50 years old. And then there's a movie theater that's like new. And you're like, it's all I mean, the shit that he loves. Yeah. Is updated. That he cared about. And then all the other stuff, incredibly outdated. So we keep walking through and I go, whose room is this? And they're like, this was the uh, daughter's room, but she's, uh, he, oh, he mentioned before he goes, somebody in the music industry. And I go, oh, okay. I'm not even thinking like that. Then he goes, well, oh. the, da- the daughter um, was in here, but then, you know, she was, is going to school now. And I turn and I go, is it Dr. Dre? And oh, he goes, whoa. How did you do that? Because I remember news about his daughter. Like it was just in my head about his daughter going to USC. And I, when I said it, the guy was like, yeah, it's Dr. Dre. And I go, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, then the other people were like, how the fuck do you know that? And I go, because I know that his daughter was just, I don't know, it was a random guess. I but would you said love. music industry, you said the daughter went to school. And then, oh, and then we go in the garage and there's just three guys sitting in the garage, right? And I was like, who are they? Did they just come with the house? dice. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> he goes, whenever we show the house, he sends security guy like his guys, to the house. I was like, oh. So there's like a couple of paintings and a car in the garage. And I was like, all right, man, pretty cool. Um, and then uh, they were asking, I thought I was like, they're asking, they're asking only crazy when you go, you have to put so much into this house, all the stuff that's not updated, right? Yeah. Like you have to redo the entire second floor. Dude, this is a new, this is a spinoff. This is a segment for us. We find a realtor. Okay. 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 Who takes us each episode? These are for YouTube. Two bo- two bears, one cave. Yeah, they have really to agree st- to have video cameras. Hundred percent. Okay. Anyone who's trying to sell a house is gonna love the fucking like, like you get ce- cool celebrities. Like, uh, there's pl- people celebrities put their house on the market. Like Tommy Lee just put his house on the market in Malibu. It would have been cool to go through that house. Me and you. Yep. We don't know whose house it is, right? We get there and the realtor starts walking us through and we've got to figure out whose house it is by going through their shit. Yeah. That would be so much fucking fun. Can we do that? Do you know a realtor that can get us like a high-end yes. celebrity realtor that yes. can find the celebrity that's willing to let us do it? Yeah, probably. Let's do it. That would be so much fucking fun. Dude, I had so much fun looking at houses yeah. and figuring out what people did for a living by looking at their shoes. Like, but it's, it's like, it really is like serial killer shit. Like what a profiler does. Like when you go, when the profiler's like, this killer loves to watch his victim. You know, like yeah. you're going through their house. I had so much fun. We went to one house where, um, like, you could immediately go, uh, hang on. Is this, uh, like, we went to one house and I, I picked out the guy was a dentist like this. And they're like, how'd you know he was a dentist? And I was like, you could smell the dentist office in his closet. Yeah. My wife's like, what? And I go, come on in. She's like, God damn it. Here's the, the only thing that threw me is this guy had little tiny liquor bottles all lined up. So I thought he traveled. So like he had liquor, little tiny liquor bottles in his closet. Old house. It was an old house. Like all old mahogany, like dark red wood mm-hmm. and like low ceilings. So it was like, it was, you, it was like, all, dude, it's so amazing. You can tell so much about someone when you walk into their house. Yeah. I wonder if we don't even need to buy the house. Doesn't even need to buy. Let me slow down. The house doesn't even need to be for sale, Tom. We can just go into celebrities' houses and them not tell us. Who, oh, I guess they probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah might be people. Would be Do like, you know how bad, by the way, that I once I figured it out. First of all, you could rep- tell Rogan's house in a fucking heartbeat. Like if you walk through Rogan's house, you're like, is this a deprivation tank? Is this Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah, you would know. <laughs> keep right going, away. keep going. No, I just right away 
the whole tour, I just kept like the rest of that. Once I figured it out, every room I would be in, I was like, fuck. Did, did 50 come over here and they worked on the song? Like, I just was like, Oh, you can't, I wouldn't, I would, I that just, tour would take forever. Is for this me. where he, he first put on his beats by Dre headphones? Wait, is this where Snoop came in and he first saw Snoop yeah, rap? Maybe like, Snoop came to his house and started spitting rhymes when I saw, I mean, I just saw the movie. Yeah, no, it was that I could not stop thinking about that shit. And then like a part of me, because I didn't want the house. Like, at, oh, like at, I would just bought it. No, but that's the thing. I kept going like, yeah, but I should try to buy this house because it's Dre's house. And then I'll live in Dre's. All the creative energy yes. that fucking came out of I that house. That's a positive in his space. greatness. So The magnets have lined up so that that house creates great shit. I think that about my man cave. I ended up accepting an offer way under. Because I'm sure that, first of all, he was just like, just sell this fucking house. It's not. <laughs> I hope that. I, I mean, I hope I get that rich that I don't give a fuck about things yeah he's like, really rich but i'm i care so much about things mm -hmm. that like i can't i don't want to get rid of our house like our the one we live in yeah because i go it's it, all the good shit happened to me in this house he moved to a house that's 40 million dollars <laughs> how do you afford that like how did like that uh you <clears throat> you have a producing career like him and then you also have beats by dre headphones but like that's so crazy do you remember when you were younger in this in this world? I say, I say in this business, but in LA, do you remember when you were younger and you'd go to someone's house and be like, how do you have a house? Yes. Do you know one time I went to a house, I forgot the circumstances of how I ended up there. I think I was there with, I don't know. Anyways, the, when we're in this house, I look around and it's in the, it's in like, you know, uh, north of Sunset, those hill homes right like if you're driving on sunset yeah 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 yeah. and you go up in the those hills yeah it's like really nice pleasure sunset plaza yeah 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 so i end up in a house up there and i'm like 23 or 4 i'm with somebody anyways i end up going i i'm so young and i'm so i'm looking at this house i go what does this guy do and they go he's a he's a producer and i just i'm looking at his fridge and he has a glass see-through fridge with different drinks lined up and I'm like, I'm just like staring with my mouth open at his different Pellegrinos, like oh, flavors. Dude. And I go, do I know any of the movies you produced? <laughs> like I, <laughs> he was like, uh, and he, he named some movies and I was like, that's what this guy fucking does. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I go, I've never heard of this guy. And he has this house. I thought anybody with a house like this, you would just recognize them. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I went like, to, I go, I went to a, a music producer's house one time. And I just kept going like, I'm like, how does he afford that? How much is it? Like yeah. saying stuff like that. I went to a party one time at someone's house and Julia Roberts was there. And I was like, dude, I wish, I wish I was, I wish I was cooler when I was younger. Cause I spent the whole party trying to pony upside by Julia Roberts and yeah. Danny Motor so that they'd think I was cool, invite me into their circle, get me into a movie and I could start a career. Of course. I, I was so blown away at the concept of Julia Roberts. Like it was like, yeah, I remember so distinctly going to people's houses that were me and Leanne's age and they had a house. And I remember going, getting in the car with Leanne going, how do they do that? Like, how do you do that? It seems so foreign, especially in LA. And, and I, yeah, I got to preface this with LA and it might, maybe it's easier to get houses in like Florida or Texas or Oklahoma or wherever. But in LA, it's, houses are so expensive. It's crazy. That you'd go, I'd go, 
the day, down payment is 10%. Every house you'd go to back then, every house was like a million dollars, it seemed like. Right. And I'm like, well, how did they get a, how do you save $100,000? Like, to this day, I go, how do you, how does someone do that? Like, yeah. it seemed like such. Now it's 20%. You know, that's like the minimum. Yeah. I, it, I, it blows me away. I remember, I still have this feeling, like, if there's a financial hiccup, like, say, a neighbor call. I remember we, my, my buddy, Chris Gillen, had a house that, and I remember being like, he was like, you got to buy a house. And I was like, I remember going like, I don't have any money. Like, where, where do you get money? And he was like, balloon payments, balloon payments. And I was like, really? And he was like, hey, paying nothing. Eh, one day you got to figure it out. You'll figure it out by then. But I remember There's a lot of guys did that. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. I remember him saying, God damn it. My neighbors called in because they had redone their garage and some neighbor had called in and said that was an illegal redo. Oh my God. And I was like, what are you going to do? I remember thinking I'd be destroyed, financially destroyed. It's so crazy. I remember going to Joe's house for the first time. Mm-hmm. I remember being. This is what I, I can you see the first time I went on Rogan? What year that was? Hall, Hall, uh, I bet you it was 2010. Do you remember going to Joe's house for the first time? Yeah. Like, what was the things that you remember? Because Joe was the first genuinely rich person I ever met. Like, where I was like. Yeah, good. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind, Halston or uh, Nadav. Um, I might keep saying Halston. Uh, I remember going to his office and being like, "I wish I could get to a place where I had shit I didn't want." Oh right. Like, I remember he just had like flashlights to the ceiling and like, and he'd be like, "Take take a flashlight, grab some vitamins." Like, yeah, yeah. I remember being like, "If I could get to a place where I had stuff that I didn't want." Like I would be, I would, I would have made it. Yeah. I remember being so floored. Like I remember his, like he was like, uh, you want a coffee? And I was like, it would take me like a half an hour to make someone a coffee. Like at the time. Yeah. Like I couldn't just make you a coffee. <laughs> we make coffee in the morning. You make a pot of it, me and Leanne. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't make you a coffee. <laughs> it was like the little things like that were so impressive back in the day where you get, you, you lose sight of it maybe. Yeah. I mean. I remember going to his house and, uh, yeah, just being like, just, I don't know. You just know when you're in like a nice house, you know what I mean? Where you're like, this isn't like most people's house. This is a nice fucking house. And that it's like, it's broken out, you know, where you're like, I'm in, we'll, we'll be over here and other people will be over there and you won't even know that they're like, you know, just like the size of the house, things like that. that and, but it, you know, what's crazy is that his wife was so regular. Right. Like she wasn't like, like she just came in in regular clothes. Yeah. And you're yeah. in a really nice house. Yeah. And she came in regular clothes. And I was like, like I, you'd expect everyone to be in like gown outfits. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy because, you, you know, I, I'm sure Joe would be like, it wasn't, that, it was a great fucking house. But yeah. I remember going in and I'm being like, being like, hey, because I was a legit fan of his before I met him and being like, can I see, I got to see a couple things. I was like, I got to see your deprivation tank. I want to see your pool table. I want to meet your dog. Yeah. I want to get high and then we can do a podcast. And he was like, uh, oh, we're waiting for Red Band anyway. And so, <laughs> And then seeing the deprivation tank and being like, how did they get this in here? I remember seeing the garage and having a, a hard on because he had lifts for his cars. Yeah, And then he so had a whole fucking fight. Fight mat. Yeah. Fight mat with televisions. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I watch fights and I, yeah. I act them out. That was and- great. Yeah, I remember seeing that being like, this is the shit. Yeah. You know, the shit. What, so you know what people say when they see my house? Hmm. It's so small. <laughs> I go, what? And they're like. 
it's so much smaller. Like I see, I've seen it on Instagram. It looks big. It's not that big. And I go, yeah, I get that a lot. And you go, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Can you not say that again ever? <laughs> so many people have said that to me. They yeah. go, it's, it's really small. Like I just walked in your front door, Marty in the backyard. And I'm like, how do you actually survive here? <laughs> I know. And then you, there's no way to say like, I'm trying to be responsible with my money. Cause yeah. people just in LA do not get that. They're like, yeah, but you, you make money, right? I'm like, I make money. And they're like, but why aren't you spending it? I'm like, because I've been broke my whole life and I'm terrified of losing it. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. God, I'm in a great mood. You are in a good mood. I was in a shit mood yesterday. You ran with your wine and that made you Dude, feel better. I, I got, it was, it was a throwback night last night. And you look good. Thank you. You look great, man. You lifting weights? <sighs> it's like four days a week. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's fine. Um, I got on the phone with you. It was great because I was in a bad mood all all day yesterday. Just dealing. I think everything's been so heavy this weekend, and I have I've been online, kind of trying to process information and watching a lot of stuff and trying. I don't know, just trying to listen, and it can be heavy. And and parent two kids with the pandemic and the protests and everything, and police moved out, all the shit. And then I got on, and I was super heavy. I sat with Leanne in the front yard. She bought me a coffee, and she bought me a sweetened iced coffee. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm already angry at her. She fucking posted. She posted the black tile on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then and, and I love my wife. I love her so much. She posted black tile and then uses hashtag black lives matters. And then I go, hey, you got to change your hashtag. And she's like, no, I don't have to do anything. And I go, no, hold on. You do because that now that that's clogging up the feed of black lives. Matter. No, I'm doing the right. And I go, hey, c- can you just take it from me? And then, and then I said, and then I, and then I look at her comments and it's all like, I know, noticed your husband hasn't liked this. Is that because he's the most right? And I'm, and then I'm like, Hey babe, can you, I was like, never mind. And then she goes, no, I'm going to write to these people saying that shit that if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And I go, do not write that. Please don't write that. And then I was, and then I fucking melting down and she's like, I got you an iced coffee. And I was like, oh great. And I took a sip and I was like, oh, and she was like, really? I got you an iced coffee. And then she does my joke. Do you want cream with your coffee? And I was like, not now, Leanne, not now. And then she goes, you need a glass of wine or something. And then I fucking called you and I was like, I'm opening a bottle of wine. I'm getting on the treadmill. Yep. And then I just got on the treadmill. I ran 10 miles and, and I there's so much better. felt and amazing. It's exciting to let the audience know there's a whole new lane that they can explore. Yes. Bert smells bad. So excited for this. Bert fucks dogs. Can I tell you, can I tell you, this is why. This is why I'm excited for this. Tell me. Because it's the slow joke. It's yeah. the slow joke where I will be sitting at Georgia's softball game in the near future when they open this up. One of these parents will be talking to another parent and they'll be staring at me. And then I'll hear them go. And I'll go, God damn it. <laughs> but then you'll laugh. And then I'll fucking laugh. Yeah. And then, or someone will be like, uh, Hey man, do you have a dog? And I'll be like, <laughs> I got a couple. It happens so much where they go, where like people go, oh, Bert, George's dad's a, a comedian. Oh, let's, oh, he's got a million followers. Let's take a look. And you're like, oh fuck, this guy doesn't shower. I can't wait for the slow reveal of it, yes. of like being on a plane next to somebody and them recognizing you but not saying it and googling you and then going like, what I, ma'am, can I get a coffee filter, please? What I laugh at bark. the most is somebody. Uh, I'm like you in six months meeting someone and they'll be like you don't smell that bad and you'll be like 
No, I don't. <laughs> They'll be like, I thought you were going to smell like, like a fucking bag of vomit. But <laughs> everybody keeps saying how much you stink. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the small. There's the, the best delivery of these jokes has always been the small, petite white girl yeah. who comes to the show by herself. Uh-huh. And I can't wait till the one time she's doing the meet and greet. She comes back. She goes, can we get a picture? I go, yeah. And they go to take the picture. And she goes, in the middle of the picture and the picture is her gagging next uh, to yeah, me. Yeah, of course. It's going to happen. I can't wait for all the fucking... I'm really excited about the fact that I smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you love all people. I love everyone. There you go. I got love in my heart for everyone. There you go. There we go. All right. That's a perfect, That's That's a a perfect, perfect way end. to end this. See you guys next week. I love you guys. I love, I love every single one of you guys and I love you, Tommy. I love you too. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. Thank you.